This is the Accounting Influencers Podcast with Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Welcome to our special guest this week. I'm thrilled to have with me an old friend, Des O'Neill. Good day, Des. How are you, Rob? Delighted to be here. We're splendid. Des, for people that haven't come across you, tell us what you do and how you help accountants. Um, I am an accountant by trade and profession, but about 20 years ago, I founded a company with a view to helping accountants um, in their business, helping accountants in their education, and to basically help accountants realize their business potential in their businesses, but also for their clients. So uh, we founded the OmniPro Group, and a key part of the OmniPro Group is cpdstore.com, where we provide uh, continuing professional education and development um, for accountants. Predominantly, our market is accountants in practice. That's who we've worked with for the last 20 years. CPD, CPE, as they call it in the US, Continued Professional Education. How important is that for accountants? You see, I passionately believe that it's changing, Rob. I passionately believe that doing continuing professional education or continuing professional development for the purposes of ticking the box to comply with the institute requirements, that's not what it's about anymore. But that's how it's been, hasn't it, Des, for many, many years. Let's be compliant. Let's keep on the right side of the regulations and the new tax laws coming in. It's been about preventative. Yeah, it's it's about, for a lot of people, it's been about ticking the box. They'll go to interesting conferences and interesting seminars. But I actually believe that personal development and professional development is playing a much bigger part in the profession now and is going to play an even bigger part in the profession. It's not just the accountants themselves, Rob. It's their team and it's their people. You know, we've heard in the last 12 months about the great resignation and we've heard statistics recently of the numbers of people who are going to quit their jobs in 2022 and 2023. And this is impacting on the profession. So when people are working now, they're, they're not just working for a wage anymore. That day is gone. They need a career. They need career development. They need fulfillment. They, they want to evolve as people. And, and basically, when we're employing people or when we're working in a business, it's about bringing people to the next level. So that's why I'm passionate about CPD. And that it's, it's not just ticking the box, that it's actually real life learning, real life development. It's a really good sentiment. And one accounting leader might say to another one, well, we bring our people up and develop them through our culture, through our internal coaching and mentoring. That's not a CPD issue. The L&D department of that phone might have a different idea, but technical compliance has been CPD historically. What kind of things do you think comprehensive CPD, CPE involves now? Then? Continuing professional education is no longer just about one component done a certain way. Right. It's not about auditing. It's not about financial reporting. It's not about tax. It's about all of those. But it's about all of those blended together in a way that gets us the result. So it's the very same, Rob, as if you're doing exams. Some people are excellent doing exams and they acquire knowledge in a way to get a result in the examination. Yes. This is about application of knowledge. And you see, we've got to now blend the technical expertise to blend them with the practical expertise, the problem solving, communication, the personal awareness, the practice management. They meet in the middle with the likes of cyber. And development and learning now, it's not just about the subjects, it's about how you do it. So we believe that learning needs to be something that we can consume in the way that works for us. 
For some of us, it'll be people like here on this podcast. It'll be audio learners. Yes. Others, it'll be visual. It'll be the videos. More people, it'll be text. We want to blend all those modalities and make basically CPD and learning and development available on demand and in whatever format or modality suits the individual. You bring up a really good point as well, Des, that it's not just the acquiring of the knowledge and the learning, it's the implementation and the execution of that. That's what makes it all happen in a firm, makes it worthwhile. I've worked um, at institutes and I've worked, at, I'd say, at, at national level in terms of standard setting with the Auditing Practices Board. And the one common thing that I've heard since I've become an accountant is the lament of the older generations <laughs> that the newer generations don't have what it takes. Right. Now, this has been going on since time began, right? So we've got to take it with a pinch of salt. But there truly is, when you get into technical and professional education, there truly is an issue with how people are being educated and the ability to problem solve and practically apply appears to be diminishing, getting weaker. Now, if I'm an accountant and I want to have the best people to give the best possible service to my customers, that skill and ability to innovate, to apply and to take theoretical, technical knowledge and practically apply it. That's really where the challenge is. I love that. And when you say lament, there's probably a lament going the other way as well, where the younger generation are, are looking at the older ones and saying, well, you don't get it. You're not keeping up with the times. Things are changing. Well, there's a really important point there, Rob. I, I saw something recently and it was about parenthood. And what it said was every parent raises their child at least one, if not two generations too late. How do you mean? Because if I raise my kids and you raise your kids based on your experience of growing up and how you're going to do it better and differently than what your parents did, mm. that's brilliant. But it's not how they need to be raised. You've got two daughters, Rob, right? So yes. you've got one getting married, you've got one going to college. Your daughters are two generations behind you. <laughs> Even when you do your best, you're not walking in their shoes. So yes, there is lament on both sides because there's lament because the older generation say, well, we know how to do it better. And the younger generation are saying, you don't have a clue what it's like to be us. What you're talking about here with the CPCPD beyond the technical stuff, it's business acumen, it's business awareness, commercial awareness, so that accountants can talk to their clients about stuff that's beyond the technical, start to weave stories around the numbers. That's the application of CPD and CPE, isn't it? Look, you've got to have the technical points. You've got to, you've got to get it right. Yeah, that's you've got to know what tax standard. is and how it works, yeah. That's the minimum standard. Yes. But it's, it's, it's what you just said, Rob. It's the story around the numbers. Mm. It's the understanding. It's the application. Part of that actually starts in personal awareness. Where are my strengths and weaknesses and where do I need to bridge the gap? Mm. Um, what do my clients want and need and how do we deliver that to them? And then it's about the communication piece. It's about the understanding piece, but it's about communicating in a way that we can be understood. How do accountants access CPD, CPE these days? There's, there seems to be a lot of platforms. Our podcast here is CPE accredited. So lots of different ways to go. Some are presumably better than others. People have different learning styles. What's your take on that? It's like everything, Rob, in the information age. There was a time when information was valuable. I don't know what it was like for you growing up, Rob, but the full extent of my global knowledge as a child was the World Book Encyclopedia set. <laughs> it was in the good sitting room, okay? So you had 26 volumes of an encyclopedia, and that was the full extent of the knowledge that we had in the world. You were well, better brought up than I was, Des. We didn't have those encyclopedias. That was for the posh houses down the road. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I, get, I get what you're saying. So that was the full extent of our knowledge. Information is free everywhere. 
You go on to Google, you go on to, you go anywhere, you can get information, you can get data. The first concept is taking information and organizing it in a way that it's consumable as knowledge. That's phase one. The next phase is taking the knowledge and making it consumable in a way that you can be practically apply it. The continuing professional education is everywhere, but it's a question of finding the platform which gives you the quickest, easiest access that works for you. Like one of our concepts is we provide per minute CPD. So you can literally go in, search, ask a question, and in getting the answer to the question, get your CPD. So whether you're somebody who likes to listen, whether you're somebody who likes to watch, or you're somebody who likes to read, all the different modalities of learning, it becomes, instead of being continuing professional development, it's like a knowledge hub where we go to get answers. And I think that's the big shift. There's lots of knowledge, lots of information everywhere, freely available. But now it's a question of time is money, Rob. 1,440 minutes a day, 168 hours a week. We've got to spend the time on the things that are truly most important. And that's another consideration here, acquiring knowledge in a way that's timely and effective and practically applicable. You made a very good point, Ellie. You, you glanced off it, Des, but I'm going to come back to it. That CPD is for teams as, and, and people as a whole. So I've seen some firms where one guy will do one lot of CPD because that's what he feels he needs and that that lady will go and do another little bit, but it's not joined up. It's not strategic. It's not got any L&D oversight. So they're all doing the little things. They're not working well as a team. They're not thinking for the good of the firm. So Presumably, CPD Star OmniPro, you help them join that up, do you? We do. We do help them join that up. But the most important thing, Rob, is what you've just said. It's the firm's awareness. Accountancy as a business is incredibly simple. The accountancy profession make it difficult. There's only six component parts to running an accountancy business. Strategy, people, customers, your four P's of proposition, product, price, and positioning, growth, and leverage and scale. Now, from a strategic perspective, the single biggest limiting factor to the business of accounting in the future is going to be people. Customers are the number one thing in a business because you've got to serve your customers. But actually, despite all the technological evolution, we've got to embrace technology as part of our strategy. But the biggest limiting factor is the people who are going to get the result for the customers. So you see, if firms don't look at learning and development from a strategic level, how do we attract and retain the people who are going to help us deploy the technology and the systems to get the result for our customers? There has to be a joined up thinking. There, there has to be a team-based approach. It's, it's like a sports team, Rob. You, you don't go out and play in every position. You don't play in goal. You don't play in backs. You don't play in midfield. You don't play in forwards. You've got a position and your training and your skills are honed to play in that position. We have to take a collective view as an organization. How are we going to get the best for our team and the best out of our team? And learning and development plans play a crucial part of that. One of my questions to ask you is the biggest threat facing accounting firms in the next two or three years. You, you've touched on talent. Is that it, Des, or is there something else? I think that people is the single biggest limitation. No matter what problem I have, you have, or your listeners have today, no matter what problem they have, there's one common solution to every single problem. <laughs> yeah. And the common solution to every single problem is instead of thinking, how will I solve this problem? Think who can help me solve this problem. So if we begin to think who, not how, and we begin to apply that 
whatever way our business is today, if we want to get a better result for ourselves, if we want to get a better result for our customers, if we want to get a better result for our team, who are the who's and who are the people who are going to help us get that result? Right now, coronavirus accelerated it. It, it. it created this concept of the great resignation. But people don't want to go to back to work in traditional ways. And the accounting profession is really squeezed at the moment in terms of the talent shortage. That's the, the scarcest limiting resource that we have. Like we can find more customers, mm. but getting the people to serve those customers. So I believe the talent is the biggest threat. And you see, you've got to look at the roots of the profession, Rob, and the history. The concept of an article clerk where they paid to qualify as an accountant. And then you had this, it evolved from the article clerk where the person paid to learn the profession to then people were paid very low salaries. I started my journey in the profession, Rob, in 1996. My starting salary was £75 a week. <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not 80 here, Rob. I'm in my mid-40s. I was paid £75 a week. It was cheaper to get me to hand-deliver the post around the town where I trained. I was working for Big Four, PwC. It was cheaper to get me to hand-deliver the post for the afternoon than put stamps on the envelopes. Wow. You see, that model is so broken. And we have the younger generation of accountants who get this, but there's still a significant number of firms. Do, do you know, the, the war for talent is over, Rob. Talent has won. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the profession has fully, fully embraced that and realized that. What do accounting firms get wrong, Des, when it comes to people and talent? That's a big sigh right there, isn't it? Like, where do I start? Well, <laughs> Is that what that looks for? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's where do I start? There's so many things we could talk about. I, I, I think, Rob, it's a word that you mentioned already in this session, and it's culture. It's culture. Um, uh -huh. We can have strategies, and we can have plans, and we can have management, and we can have routines and rituals, and we can have KPIs and OKRs, but at the end of the day, the business of accounting is incredibly simple. We need to simplify our strategies, but we need to create a culture, a culture of performance, a culture of communication, a culture of customer care, a culture of service, a culture of learning and development. Mm. Like we're going to... Look, I'm not one of these people who's the doomsday scenario in that the robots are coming and we're all going to be replaced by robots, right? The, the firm of the future, um, and, and I've heard our, our, our mutual friend Will Farnell say this, the firm of the future is not the, the technology firm, it's the human firm. Yes. It's how we put the people around the technology. But let's just, let's just be, be realistic here too. You know, Jeff Bezos invested... A hundred million into an accounting firm. So the founder of Amazon has invested a hundred million into an accounting firm. Technology is going to change things here. Yes. And we have to embrace technology and not like how we've done it, Rob, for the last 20 years. We, we have to genuinely embrace the change and and embrace the culture that goes around the technology to, to, to get the result for our clients. Yeah. And 
We've looked at then at the biggest threat facing accounting firms in the next few years. What's the biggest opportunity facing them? Sure, sure the, the biggest opportunity, Rob, is the flip side of the threat of people and the threat of technology. The people who flip that, the people who get ahead. There was an accountant described it to me recently. They've gone through a horrific 12 months trying to recruit people, okay? And they came to breaking point. And, you know, I, I, I'm working with them in my profit pro group and they came to breaking point and we were on a call and they said, Des, this is like the Titanic. It's going down. Mm-hmm. The ship is going down. Every accountant's in the same boat. I've got a choice. I can go down with this ship or I can fight for survival and be one of the ones who thrives in this time of adversity. And, and it's the same. The, the, the people who are concerned about technology and the rate of change and the likes of that Jeff Bezos investing 100 million and the rapid investment that's now going into the accounting profession. The ship has left the port. It has set sail. It's mm. on the open seas. We have a choice here. We've got to direct our ship and we can sail into the hazards, we can sail through the hazards, or we can sail around the hazards. So the threats, the threats are the opportunities because we all know the accountancy profession is not the greatest people to change. Mm. I'll tell you a little story, Rob, right? A little story. This world-renowned nature photographer was deep, deep in Africa with their guide. And they were getting photographs of of lions and tigers in their natural habitat. And they were hiding in the bush and they were capturing the photographs. And the native tracker, um, the native tracker goes to the photographer to be quiet, but the photographer sneezes. The pack of lions looks over to the bush. (laughs) The photographer sneezes again with this. The native tracker pulls a backpack off his back and puts on a pair of runners. And the photographer says to him, why are you putting on a pair of runners? You can't outrun the pride of lions. And the guy goes, I don't have to outrun the pride of lions. I only have to outrun you. So the accountants who can outrun and embrace the change and embrace the learning and embrace the development and the opportunities that are out there, that's, that's the flip side of the trade. Yeah, that's really good. Des, we'll put your contact details on the show notes for this episode. When people go to CPD store and check out OmniPro, what are they likely to find there that will help them? Um, CPDstore.com, um, it's very, very simple. We have one thing that we do on CPDstore.com, and that's make learning and development easier and better. And you can buy our courses individually. Um, so you can buy a single course, you can buy a conference. Um, But what we're really excited about is our platform, which we've developed, which is a blended learning opportunity. And if you become a CPD Club member, um, that's where you can access our live live CPD, on-demand CPD, our CPD searchable database, our text CPD, um, our audio downloads. You can, you know, and and you can search our knowledge hub of information. And so that's what you will find on cpdstore.com. And it comes down to 
people development, doesn't it? If if people are the biggest threat to the accounting profession, but people are also the biggest opportunity for the accounting profession, then we need to be upskilling people, teaching, coaching, mentoring, training them, not leaving them yesterday where they were the day before, constantly moving them forward to equip them for the modern challenging world that we're in. That would, I guess, be your closing message here, wouldn't it? There's no such thing as a job for life anymore, Rob. Yes. We only have people. We can only capture their hearts and minds for a short amount of time. And when people come into our business, we want to get the best out of them. We want to get the best for them. But we've got to work on the basis. If we can develop and evolve them as people and develop and evolve them in their careers, our customers will get the best out of them. Our business will get the best result. And we may not keep them all. But if we present ourselves as a learning organization, as a developing organization, as an organization that can add value to my personal career, this is how we attract the talent through learning development and a winning culture. This is how we retain the talent. And we're going to win some, we're going to lose some, but it is about talent, it is about people, and it is about evolution and innovation. Well, Des O'Neill, that's been an inspiring call to arms. Thanks so much for your time and your insights today. Thank you, Rob. And a big shout out to one of our newest commercial partners, it's Practice Ignition. How would you explain what those guys do? Businesses such as accounting and bookkeeping firms use Practice Ignition to, one, help them grow, two, be more efficient, and three, create win-win client relationships. How global are these guys? There are nearly 5,000 accounting and professional services firms around the world who use Practice Ignition, and they do so to win new business with impressive digital proposals, they engage clients with a clear scope of work, and get paid on time by automating payment collection. PI integrates with the leading business apps such as Gusto, QuickBooks, Xero, Zapier, and it does so to automate time-consuming tasks, allowing the practitioner to run their practice on autopilot and automate time-consuming tasks such as client onboarding or invoicing. 91% of their customers spend less time creating proposals and chasing signatures and payments. 87% were able to cancel other software subscriptions and 80% have fewer or no unpaid invoices at any given time. That's amazing. So if you're in the US, we'd say, say hello to zero account receivable. If you're in the UK, we'd say impressions that last payments made fast. And if you're in Australia, we'd say first impressions that win new business every time. For the entire world, the bottom line is that you can get to use PI right now. We've got a special offer from our PI partners. Use the code AIR21 to receive 25% off all plans for your first six months. Info.ignitionapp.com forward slash AIP for accounting influencers.